Welcome back to another episode of the Membership IQ. I'm Sarah Sladek, your host, and today we're talking about culture. Culture, that feeling that people get whenever they interact with your association. And we've all heard the phrase, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Let's delve into that just a little bit. Early in my career, I worked for an association that was experiencing a culture in crisis. Let me put it this way. Out of a team of about 25 people within a three-year time span, 19 of those people turned over. We had three different executive directors. As you can imagine, because culture starts at the top with the leader, as you can imagine, this created complete chaos. All of a sudden, people weren't sure what their jobs were, what direction the association was going. There were, there were complete website rebrands going on and complete changes in messaging. The board was disengaged, unhappy. Half the time, half the board didn't even show up for the meetings. Um, staff never interacted with the board. Staff was having its own issues uh, with all of that turnover. There was a lot of conflict, a lot of confusion, uh, a lot of infighting within the team. And did it impact membership? Absolutely, 100%. People began to disengage. People began to feel that something just wasn't right. They began to feel the opposite of positive and powerful and secure in their relationship with the association. A lot of times associations make the mistake of thinking that some of the conflict and confusion that occurs within the team is happening behind closed doors. No one really knows about it, but I promise you they do. In my work as a speaker and consultant with association, I have seen a lot of cultures in crisis. And we go in and we talk about strategy, and we can have this really robust, beautiful strategy of all the things to do at the right time for the right reasons, and it doesn't happen. It absolutely backfires if culture isn't in place, if teams are fighting. Culture eats strategy for breakfast. You could have this great strategy, but if culture is toxic, there goes your strategy. It's destroyed. It's off track, and it's very difficult to get back on track. In fact, that organization I mentioned 20 years later is still struggling to regain the traction it lost. It's continued to be a culture in crisis, and membership has continued to decline. Strategy? I don't think so. <laughs> you have to have a good culture in place. You have to make sure that people are working together as a team towards a common goal. You have to make sure people feel empowered and secure in their relationship, excited and inspired about the future. Otherwise, that strategy, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You have to have the right culture. So how do you do that? How do you get a great culture? 
Well, as I mentioned previously, it starts at the top. You have to have great leadership. You have to have leadership that sets those expectations, conveys those messages. And that includes your board. That means making sure you have the right people in the right seats, people who are visionary and excited about the future, open to new ideas and new people. You have to have a board that's very diverse in its thought, in its age, in its backgrounds, and its skill sets. That is absolutely critical to culture. If you have a board that's not very engaged or doesn't really believe in, in the trajectory of your association or is constantly fighting any forward momentum, you're going to have a culture problem, period. It doesn't matter what that person's title is. You have to have the right board members to make sure that your association can move forward cohesively as a team. Likewise, you need the right staff in place. But more than that, you've got to invest in that team building, making sure that people understand and are inspired by the mission and the purpose of the organization and working collaboratively to innovate, to problem solve, and to serve your members. It sounds very, very simple, but I find that a lot of associations struggle with this concept. I find a lot of associations appoint board members based on title alone. I find a lot of associations uh, really emphasize just the board relationship. And when staff relationships are present, the staff often take a tremendous backseat. Their opinions and ideas aren't nearly as valued. And this creates a lot of friction within the association. Because eventually those board members turn over and new people come in and you have to make sure there's a bit of a succession plan. You have to make sure you're onboarding and maintaining relationships throughout the entire association. You have to invest in your culture and make sure there isn't infighting and door slamming and people crying. And believe me, I've worked in that type of environment and it's not fun. And it does impact membership, not just in the immediate future, but in the long term. So yeah, culture does eat strategy for breakfast. Take time to really contemplate the type of culture that you are fostering in your association. Take time to build relationships. Take time to focus on mission and communicate vision. Take the time to invest in your culture and membership growth will follow. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Sarah Sladek. If you want to know more, please check out sarahsladek.com or savetheassociations.com.